0: Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone.
1: We'll be chatting with our favourite people.
2: Sharing uplifting news stories.
1: And delivering tips and tricks.
2: To bring balance to your lives.
1: Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today um, is the the lovely, the wonderful Melissa Hemsley. Chef, best-selling cookbook, author, fair trade and sustainability champion. One half of Hemsley & Hemsley. If it sounds like I've read that off her website, I did. Her new book, Eat Green, is flexitarian. We talk about that. We talk about little ways in which you can save the planet. We spend a little bit too long talking about socks and that is my fault. Uh, and we start off by talking about a sexual position and that is not how either of us intended to start the chat. But it, it's in there. I mean, even saying in there sounds like I'm being rude. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm a proper prude. So I, I was as surprised as anyone that it uh, took that sort of turn. We talk, We also talk about Hamsley and Hamsley, because they were, if you remember, they sort of exploded onto the scenes. We talk about what that was like. Um, What really shines through is how funny Melissa is. I thought she was hilarious and very, very, very likable. Her new book, Eat Green, it's out now. I will hyperlink it so that you can buy it. Um, And she even talks about that. She even talks about owning too many cookbooks and the process of writing this new one. I thought she was great. Anyway, here she is. The very funny, the very brilliant Melissa Helmsley.
2: We're being really negative, aren't we?
1: It's not right, mean. <laughs> On Some sort of shame spiral. <laughs>
2: so, how many episodes have you done that? What was your first one Ricky Gervais? Don't make Ricky that up? Gervais. Yeah, brilliant. I think your sister might have been number... Was she number two? I think she was number two. Blimey, and how many have you done they? since? I think this...
1: Uh, uh, when I left the house... I'm, I'm, I'm oversharing here. Someone said to me that if you go to a restaurant, you just want to taste the food. You don't care what's happening in the kitchen. Yeah. And what I'm doing now is breaking that golden rule. So when I left the house, I think I'd put up episode 57 that will come out tomorrow. What? Yeah.
2: But I feel like the Ricky, I sort of first saw the Ricky Gervais one a year ago. You've done 57 since then?
1: We've done 57. That was like,
2: i would say March. So you're really, you're really digging around now, getting me in on number you You're like, oh, let's, stop leave, it. let's leave her towards the stop end. Stop now,
1: stop <laughs> I know it's rude to point. I'm wagging wh- I'm a playful He's finger. Pointing.
2: He's pointing at me. No. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'm I'm deeply honoured you would have me on. Well,
1: well i tell you what happens is um, we'll, you know, I'm, I'm praying to God as I say this. We, we'll get invited to speak with someone. Yes. But it might have to go out on a certain date. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if a movie comes out on, say, a, a Wednesday or a, a yeah. Friday, then I will, because I'm a. Yeah. I'm a good boy. If the if the Respect studio that. if the studio say this film is out on Friday,
2: Bargay.
1: I'll go I'll put it out on Friday if you like. Yeah. And they'll go, That would be wonderful. So what often happens is we have two or three episodes a week some weeks. Mm. So Fred oh, last week's a good example. I know this, this won't go out until January, I don't think, will it? Well,
2: January the 9th. You're, you're firmly respecting my publishers, you know, wishes, aren't you? I mean, I've, you? I've
1: walked right into this <laughs> trap. Uh, there was one months ago. Yeah. <laughs> way yeah. back in November. Gosh, uh, another lifetime. We did three in a week. It's because Ed, there was World Diabetes Day. Ed Gamble, comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. Wanted it to go on that uh, oh, day. That's very really thoughtful, got Ed. And then I can't what was on the Friday, something on the Friday. And then it's supposed to be once. It was supposed to be once a week on a Monday.
2: I'd get anxiety about putting, you know, putting it up. Gosh, have I have I signed a contract agreeing this to go out or not out? Is it just you? Sometimes, Sophie.
1: Sometimes, you're the star. You're the star. I mean, I would like to use the word star. Mega star. <laughs>
2: who's whose names on the band? James.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Sophie's, James. Done, Sophie's done a couple. Maybe I should rebrand it as the the James Gill podcast featuring
2: Look, featuring
1: Melissa Hemsley and yeah, Balance. Exactly, that would do it, wouldn't it?
2: Number fifty eight, whatever it is, could be could be seventy five by the time this goes out. You
1: know what? <laughs> I think that might be a good
2: guess. Really, <laughs> I think so. seventy five. Oh, well, you always want to be on a sort of um, a top. Don't want to be a sixty nine. No one wants to be. No wants a one sixty
1: nine. I mean, I don't know. You well enough to continue this train of thought. <laughs> Well, the thing with the sixty, right? The thing, with, I mean, I've never. Yeah. This is the bluest I've ever. Yeah. I wouldn't even say say to my wife. When you're a teenager, you hear of this thing a sixty-nine. Yeah. The practicalities aren't. It's not realistic. No,
2: it isn't. Why no. are you sharing? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking back to when I was a teenager. I was probably like,
1: you hear of this thing. You thought it
2: was the worst thing in the worst slash best thing in the world. Yeah, know, I
1: don't know how teenager. old you are when you hear of a yeah. sixty-nine. Yeah. I mean, this is not our intended to start. This yeah. Season. I imagine people listening to this podcast drinking the coffee. when wanted to talk about. We've food got up to sixty-nine, <laughs> and they've gone. <laughs> Spat co- if you're on the Jubilee line right now, you've just spat coffee over a stranger. <laughs> I am sorry. So I'm going to guess 15, 16 years old. When you hear, you know, you hear these things at, at, you yeah. know, at school, maybe maybe i was more like 27, but you hear these things and you think, "Oh wow, how exotic and exciting!" Oh,
2: it does feel exotic, the, doesn't it? The
1: reality is,
2: yeah, it's not. You know, do you know what though? The thing is now, talking of 2020 obviously when this yes, episode goes January. out. I was just reading um, that nobody is having sex anymore. Do you know why? Because we're all too stressed out and tired, watching too much TV, um, and we have our hands full with our phones. So that's kind of sad, isn't it? No one's 69ing anymore or having sex. We're all too stressed.
1: I've been, Well, I've been with my wife for, for, when this goes out, ten and a half years. Yeah, congratulations. Well, you say that, but I, I didn't... Congratulations a, to her. Congratulations <laughs> to her. Yeah, thank you. But the reason why, when you said all that, you, you saw my face not bat an eyelid because I can totally. Yeah, that makes total sense. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, again, when you are a teenager, sex is like the most exciting. Yeah, you know, I was like one of the in betweeners You know, the, the the very thought of it was like, oh my oh. god. But then when you get to a certain age, maybe the box set is taking priority. The
2: box set's taking priority. Work's taking priority. It's all too stressful. I don't know anyone who is anymore.
1: Who is having regular sex?
2: Yeah, and and we're all trying to save the planet as well now too, right? So it's like sex, all saving the planet.
1: I, I wish I had that as an excuse. <laughs> I really, you know what? I'm going to lie and say. I, uh,
2: Look, you've got a podcast to record and and all your other jobs. You've got like ten jobs, don't you? Ten jobs. I did a little Google of you. You've got like ten I jobs. Got about
1: ten jobs. How do you know that? Well,
2: I googled you. Bless your heart. Thank you very much. Well, like Ecosia, do because you, you could, you know, they plant trees and so on.
1: Yes. Come on, let see. You're my new hero. Um, well, what do you think? So, uh, how many years have you been in a relationship?
2: I think you're saying a sexual relationship. Then I've been by the time this goes out, it will yeah. be my and my boyfriend's six year Tinder anniversary.
1: Six year yeah. Tinder anniversary. Yeah. The reason why I asked that, and I'm, I'm, I don't know even have to ask this. Yeah. But people have been in a relationship for, say, more than five years. Yeah. How how often do you think they're having sex a month?
2: Oh gosh. Well, I don't think people are even kissing and hugging anymore. Even to take it away from sex for a second and just physical touch.
1: You don't just want to end up as best mates who watch box sets together, do you? That's the. Slippery slope, isn't it? This is it.
2: I think I'm very... By the time this goes out, I will have been on a one-week intense retreat. And it's no phones, no Wi-Fi, a group of strangers, group therapy. I'm very excited in Somerset. And I'm really looking forward to sitting with my ugly feelings um, and my own thoughts with zero distraction. I've just been told we're encouraged not to bring books, no music. And I'm going to sit with myself. And I can't remember the last time I did that. And I'm excited for that. And I need it because I'm definitely going through the motions. I love what I do. I find it satisfying on many levels. But I would like to know what I'm like when I'm not working. You know, you've got a lot of jobs. What do you like when you're not working? No, you're always I, working.
1: You're you're speaking to my very soul right here.
2: Get on the I, I
1: think I've got addicted this is like the sort of thing I'm saying, so that I hope so for the editor hears. You know what I mean? Just send
2: you on a nice retreat. Like Sophie, for sending him on a retreat.
1: I mean, like sickeningly positive about about balance. But I think I'm a I'm one of those people who's addicted to work and having all these different jobs.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and maybe is it a fear of facing the reality of your own thoughts?
2: The alone time. I keep myself yeah.
1: busy, then I won't have to.
2: Because when are we alone? We sit on our phone. Yeah, we're on we the loo when we're on our phone. Totally um people you know i don't have a tv in my shower you might people in kent in with the wash houses. people have, probably have tvs in your bathroom but probably the shower is the only time the shower's probably
1: the only time although the
2: only thing is sorry to generalize but as a woman i've got 10 jobs in the shower i'm trying to body brush That's i'm hilarious. trying to exfoliate i'm shaving things i'm conditioning tips of things you know i'm brushing my teeth at the same time there's ne- we never do one job alone that is solo. so true you know, when I'm waiting for the kettle to boil or something to heat You'd up, probably
1: checking an I'm doing, email. Or I'm whatever. doing ten
2: million things. Or I'm trying to trying, I'm trying to look at my recycling bin and work out what's you know is is there anything in there that's um, you know offensive or going to mess up the whole system? Even shaking my dog. I've only got time to shake my dog when I'm also listening to a podcast, like the Balance Podcast or one of my top other three favorite podcasts. Or you know, painting my toenails or checking in, leaving a voice note for my mum. We never just
1: stop. It's got to the point where, when I'm doing the recycling... <laughs> which
2: great, is... Ms
1: Thunberg, if you're listening. Which is a
2: very important thing to be doing. No, but even is if, it
1: Thun or Tun? T- oh, it is Tun, isn't it?
2: I don't know. I'm it's asking. I thought you'd
1: thunberg. know. I've, I would have gone Thunberg, but I reckon I'm wrong. Tun sounds. Shall we
2: find out? We'll dub this bit, because it is important. She is the most important person.
1: Have you heard, Have you seen this uh, time-travelling conspiracy thing that's doing the rounds?
2: No, but if it's someone saying something in... bad about her, no, they're not. No, 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 okay. no they're not. I
1: know. I'm, I'm.
2: We're team Tun or th- well, we're team Tunberg or we're team Thunberg. I'm
1: team, hashtag team Thunberg slash Thunberg. No, I, 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 uh, I think she's a, a hero. Um, she's
2: on her way home now.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a there's a a picture has emerged. I saw this back in November months ago. A picture's emerged of someone in like the year 1885 or something. Like a old black and white photograph. Yeah. And it's a spitting image of her. Oh, really? Conspiracy theorists. I mean, she's
2: come back to save us. uh, Or she was trying to save us back then, and we didn't listen. Or maybe she's just. Are we listening now?
1: Hopping through time to try help us all.
2: You know, are we listening now? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we we getting together? And well, this is it.
1: But you, but in a way, to I know, speaking with my Melissa hat on. Yes. Your Stone's very own. Greta Tumber. oh
2: my god don't say that because the Leighton Stone Life Facebook group will hate me why because you know no, <laughs> don't don't say things like that you know your community you get, neighbourhood area doesn't want you to
1: do you get a bit of flack on the I'll tell you what, uh, I'll tell you a story off mic I once tried to
2: oh yeah take that Leighton Stone Life Facebook thing off <laughs> don't put that Just in that
1: out <laughs> beep oh and I hear about beep 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 <laughs> no but anyway with the book you, 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 are, you are doing James
2: a, are you enjoying my new book
1: I mean what a page turner <laughs>
2: I mean, it's just come out. Obviously, you've got the uh, you've got the podcast exclusive here, James. You're actually one of the first people I'm chatting to about the book because um, you know one of uh, you know what it's like when you've when you've got something out. You, you kill yourself to write it. Then you can't tell anyone about it for ages. Yeah. Um, you can't have anyone pat you on the back or tell you. You can't have anyone tell you it's good or tell you it's bad. I'd love to, so you- by the way, I'd love to have a book
1: out. I never have. What publishers? If you're listening, I am available. No, I've never had a book out.
2: You could write about a million things, couldn't you? Thank
1: you. Why Thank don't you, you turn Melissa.
2: Podcast into a book as well because I tell you what, it is lovely to listen, but it is lovely to see the words. What the interview? Yeah, some of the stuff that people have come out with is amazing. Well, you know what will always sell. I'm not saying your book should be relegated to the toilet because I think the toilet is where the best reads are. I've always loved books that you can dip in and dip out to while in the bathroom, and it could be fantastic quotes. You know, be, you know, a couple of best quotes from. Can I go in on this book? If I ever, I've ever just come bit, up with it, if
1: I ever feel a bit down in the dumps, can I just drop you an email?
2: No pun intended, down in the dumps.
1: Sorry, I mean, Millie sounds like she's
2: bossing this
1: podcast. This is sensational. Can that
2: go what in? Buff- yes. Can that go in?
1: Yeah, it's just that on a loop.
2: Balanced by James. Best bits of the podcast for when you're feeling down in the dumps. The toilet book extraordinaire. Oh my God. Okay, so sorry, back to my book, Eat e Green. Good. Delicious vegetarian Recipes for Planet Friendly Eating. It is out right now, this week, 9th of January. Um, and I wanted to write a book actually with a sense of humour, which is, I've called it Delicious Flexitarian Recipes for Planet-Friendly Eating. What an absurd choice of words. Planet-friendly eating, what does that mean? What is planet-friendly? I just wanted, I just didn't want. I was told, uh, this is going to be my fourth book, not bragging, but um, I was told that when you, that most people, on average, UK households have 20 cookbooks and they might only choose one or two recipes from that book. And I thought, what a waste of paper. so true, isn't it? Uh, How many have you got?
1: Oh, I mean... I should have to think.
2: You must get not. sent quite a lot, We've right? Got so many. Well, like, can I we tell do, you? We do.
1: Je- there are some that have that have really taken though.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because i am very lucky to do what I do. But I, the least I can do is read a book before someone comes on the.
2: And you've read mine, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, pick a page. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell
2: you what's on it. <laughs> They're dogged with um, cooking stains all over it. But you I need a, I need a new one. If you do have, and yeah. and I I do a um a, a sort of spring clean every six months, um. You can... One great thing you could do... You if go full condo
1: and say thank you to everything when you... Uh...
2: Well, I say thank you to anyone, but I do actually... This is this is actually quite interesting in this current climate, literally, is I now... We probably are quite lucky because I also have had a podcast before and I interview people for my events and sustainability sessions. I feel really lucky. I get sent amazing things to read and use. And I now have stopped, have said to people you know what, I'm okay. I've got one of those already or I'll read it online or if I really want it, I'll ask for it. But there's just too much consumption. And I, based on the fact that I just said, what's not a fact fact, but that people have 20 cookbooks and they only use two of them. um, I was brought up on libraries myself. I absolutely love the library. But I didn't want to write, I never want to write cookbooks that aren't useful. And especially with this one, Eat Green, I thought this book has to be helpful or I don't want to bother. And so I based it on my own research from asking people when I've been on box book tours before, what's in your fridge? What ends up in your compost bin? What ends up in your bin? What do you think? What on a Friday night, what are you looking in the fridge and what are you seeing back? And where do you struggle? What meals in the week do you struggle? And where do you when do you call for takeaway? And then I've thought to myself, right, I've got 13 groups of food of fruit and veg that are the most bought, most thrown away foods. I'm gonna write a seasons chart. I'm gonna base it. I'm gonna do loads of recipes on parsnips and celeriacs and boring swedes. And no one needs another avocado toast recipe. And no one needs another blueberry, banana, protein powder smoothie. <laughs> Do we, balance people? We've got enough of that. Yeah, preach! Yeah! So, no, don't preach. No one likes a preacher or a nagger. Um, So, in a non-preachy, naggy way, I've tried (laughs) to come up with a cookbook that I'm sure is going to make some people go, oh my God, what does flexitarian mean? What does planet-friendly mean? I just think sustainability is this big word that i know most of us really want to get behind we do want to do our part for the planet so we can we eat three times a day or more and we can waste less and did you see david Attenborough's? can't say his name properly we don't seem to be able to name our great leaders in the environment <laughs> david attenborough said about a month ago with um his new show seven worlds however you i'm sort of ad-libbing however you choose to live just don't waste and I think whether it's food waste or wasting our time or wasting our energy, I just, I really want to live my 2020 like that. Really want to be a bit more, I can use the word mindful on the Balance podcast because sure. you like that word. Singing to the choir. But, um, you know, I want to be more mindful. I want to be more conscious and I want to be all those things with a sense of humour and still enjoy my life.
1: Well, I was going to say, the the genius of the book is that oh, to thank me, you. you can have that on the... On
2: thank the, you. On, on, the on the reprint. Absolutely. reprint, damn it. <laughs>
1: Um, paperback. No, um, what I loved about the book is it felt realistic. Now, for example, my wife and I, we we obviously, we get, (laughs) it sounds so ignorant. Of course, we know we should be vegan. We we know that we should. But we also know that we won't be because we love meat and fish. So I'm not saying that we have hamburgers for breakfast, lunch and and tea, but to go full vegan isn't realistic for us, if we're totally honest. Mm. Whereas your book feels like the perfect... Happy medium.
2: Well, I think I, I I have a few thoughts on that. I think a wonderful thing about life.
1: A few options for quotes for the reprint, by the way. I'll take them off. Yeah, sure. Thanks.
2: Um, the wonderful thing about life is we don't have to do what anyone else tells us to do, and only we have you know. Met a wife, <laughs> you're what? She's allowed to casual tell you misogyny what to do. from me. There, she's allowed to tell you what to do. Sorry, I? But um, just a joke. <laughs> you know, we can eat how suits us best, and. Um, Planet saving or planet friendly or all of these terms, ultimately, it needs lots of us doing what we can and repeating it every day to make an impact and also putting pressure on big business by spending with our money and saying, we don't want any more plastic wrap things. We don't need stickers on our apples. We don't need a a coffee cup. Sorry to point at your sticker on feel your shame Apple. shame right now. For Why have you got two stickers on your Apple? Collects. I'm trying to get the full, uh, <laughs> full book. I it's don't like know. sticker collecting is the new stamp collecting. Some... But isn't that bizarre? Why is there a that sticker on your Apple? I don't
1: know. I mean, I'll be honest with you. And you've co- got two. I couldn't believe my luck when I saw both. <laughs> now I feel...
2: You paid extra for that I feel sticker. shame. But isn't it funny, like, these things that we didn't think about. Like, we got used to having a straw, sometimes two straws in a glass, or we got used to just more plastic bags and...
1: Tell you what, though. What's if if someone is out there who's an inventor... If you can make a straw that doesn't go to pieces, yeah. in a milkshake, you, you're gonna be. Why don't
2: you just sip, James? Is it your beard, your moustache?
1: I don't think you can sip it. Tell me, I'm wrong. You don't
2: think you can sip a milkshake. No. Okay, let's order a milkshake right now. Right now, you can sip a milkshake.
1: You, I, I,
2: it's your. You need to trim look, that tash.
1: We've we've bonded already, so we're not. I don't want to have our first falling out. <laughs>
2: I see what you mean. You would like a straw that you don't have to slurp your milkshake really quickly to avoid it going soft and flaccid in the milkshake. Okay, cool. I'm sure Dyson or someone like that is onto it. You know, there's incredible things happening. Someone is making plastic film out of langoustine shells. I saw someone else is doing something with fish shells. Maybe you could get them onto the podcast. Environmental. Have done
1: with the trainers as well, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. They made that from. Have they? Plastic from the sea.
2: There's a lot we should could know be that making. range off the top of my head. Well, it's been a big hit for them. James, that, I think James is hinting that he would like to be sent free stuff. But we yeah. don't. We don't. We don't need to receive more things. I'm sure you've got enough trainers, haven't you, James?
1: Yes, I have. You're absolutely right. How many you. trainers have you got? Not that. Not that many. I've got the, these. Are like my these are like old faithful. Oh,
2: they're nice.
1: They're, I mean they're spectacular, aren't they?
2: Yeah. What socks have you got on?
1: Um, Cyclops from the X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want me to overshare with you?
2: Sure. So What's I, in your sock
1: drawer? So I. I mean, this is this is insane.
2: Okay, Cyclops.
1: So I've got a I have a sock drawer, and it's it's Marvel and DC comic characters. Wow, right? And so I will pick a pair of socks that I hope will inspire my mood for that day. So, so for like example, it. if I think I really I need, to, I need to show strength today, but I but I need to be uh, affable at the same time. Yep, Thor. I go to okay. floor. So
2: for me today, obviously I'm not your only appointment of the day. What was your mood Cyclops? The
1: Cyclops? No, so Cyclops I think is one of the most underrated comic book characters. Yeah. So he's the leader of the X-Men. Yeah. He's never quite got the love he deserves in the movies.
2: Is he the one played by...
1: James Marsden.
2: Oh, I fancy James
1: Marsden. I think everyone fancies yeah. James Marsden. Oh
2: no, sorry, I've got confused with James McAvoy. I prefer him.
1: So he's Charles Xavier. Oh, he's, oh there's
2: the, lovely Jameses in, in this. The new I'm going to watch the film.
1: Uh, anyway, so Cyclops, I would say he's a good leader. I think he's I think he's quite grounded.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't think he gets the credit he deserves.
2: But this is who you're channeling today. So a I want leader to be a good who guy. doesn't get the credit he deserves. I mean, the, I, don't Everyone the deserves. I don't know where he's I'm going with rate this podcast. I don't know
1: where I'm going with He's looking for some review. So, so needy. Um,
2: but isn't that funny? Sorry, not the same as you, but look at my socks today. Go on. Um, They're bright pink. They're soft.
1: Hang on. I, sorry. I, I sorry. We just want, want to reiterate. Sorry. 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 I do, I'm not saying that I don't get that. I'm just saying that... Uh, there's something likable about Cyclops, so I, sure. you know, if I could channel that Cyclopsness,
2: but you pick your socks according to how you want to feel that day. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Do you see that? Yeah. I just missed the table with my elbow and tried to style it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Luckily, no one else can see. We're, we've got loads of space in here. It's a lot we? of space. Oh, we've also we're in a. Oh, sorry. I'm just gonna have a burp.
1: Go for it. We're sharing a lot today, aren't we? started off with sixty nines.
2: Um, you said we were flaccid without we're, even <laughs> blushing. We were in a, I've used the word flaccid and bendy, wonky veg in my books. Totally, we're in a studio with loads of books. I should have bought my book to leave it there as a little yes, advert, shouldn't I? That would have been good. You know, it's all about just throwing your book everywhere, especially in subtle, that first week.
1: Subtle branding.
2: Um, but honestly, thank you for having me on. But I, you know, this is this this is it. Is is how do we want to feel every day? We can only. I like my do socks. what we want to do. You, know. you, you let your set your socks, six. You let your socks. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right
1: therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too.
2: help you during the day yeah. we all just we all want to feel good and we're running out of time the yes. planet's running out of time we're sort of running out of all the things that feel good sex holidays we work too much we don't hug enough we don't we're not face to face that's why i really like podcasts you know you know obviously in your other job there's there's writing to be had and email interviews and i'm always like do we have to email let's talk on the phone let's meet let's 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 chat on a podcast so much face to face football. is the
1: best though isn't it
2: face to face well, then my glasses are really dirty. I'm just going to clean them.
1: One thing I wanted to ask you—it's mm. a real, it's a real gear shift. This.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When, when you and your sister had that first explosion of fame,
2: was it? Fa- I don't know about the word fame, but yeah, I'm
1: sticking with it. Okay, I'm doubling down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> neutron bomb of fame. No, but um, genuinely,
2: I don't it, think it's—it fa- wasn't. It's not recognisable fame, but but like positive attention, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, you said Sorry, I've it. interrupted your question. No, not at all. Not at all. Let me
2: let you. But how. On
1: your um, podcast. How, how did that come about?
2: Oh, well, how did. How did.
1: Yeah. We come about? How, how did, the, did. How did the positive attention. Because. It, um, it From my vantage point. Yeah. You guys. I'm not saying. Well, it wasn't overnight. Because obviously you've been working hard befo- before that. But what was the. Uh, I don't want to use the word journey.
2: But I'm going to. I'm going to. I'd like you to. Because I'm going to take that word journey and move it on. So what
1: was. What, what happened? How did you go from where you were to where you ended up with the books, the TV and oh, this so is on? It's a
2: very long story. Have we got time for it? I'll try and be brief. You say it wasn't overnight, and but it was probably faster than a lot of people who've worked in the food industry. Um, one of the reasons is because we're not trained, classically trained chefs, so we didn't have to put in all that graft and years of study. Um, and I think, and I, well, I know from what readers have said that they, because we're very home taught cooks i've made all the mistakes to learn how to cook i feel that i weave that into and um, me and jazz weave that into our recipes because we knew what people would be thinking when you wrote an instruction well what exactly does that mean so we always sort of clarified it with you know if you think this you could do this and you know you've got to wash up at the end of the day so if you can try and shove stuff into one pan do this so i think that was a positive turn of events but long story short we fell into cooking about it's by the time this comes out, about 10, 11 years, and you know, obviously we were sisters. It's been as long as that. I think it'll be ten. It'll be ten years. Th- I'll be thirty-five next year. Yeah, ten years.
1: You thirty-five this year oh, in twenty twenty.
2: Thirty-five this year in twenty twenty. Currently thirty-four. Um, but yeah, we started when I was twenty-four. Yeah. Oh my god. So bloody hell. Yeah. I know. I can't believe we've not met. Can't believe you've not invited me onto your podcast until the year twenty twenty. But um. <laughs> Yeah, we fell into it. And I think we were at the right place at the right time, which was, how can we eat delicious food simply that feels good and is achievable? And it was at a time when everybody was, I think, uh, there was a lot of high street, there was a high street explosion of sandwiches, salads, packaged goods. Yep, And we were very much talking about home cooking um and at a time when you know lovely people like Riverford veg were were ha- their veg boxes were coming out um quite a few people were burning out from city jobs and turning to positive things like brewing their own kombucha and working with fair trade farmers and coming up with turmeric uh, you know yeah. mixes and Balance was on the cards, and you know all of these things were happening. Do
1: you think it was almost a backlash, a reaction to the global financial meltdown of two thousand eight? Then, oh
2: my gosh, James, you didn't prep me with that question, did? you? No, but I mean, well, But now that you say that,
1: it feels. I don't think any, I've never read that anywhere before, but it feels. Tell you what, it, mate, this, wow, this book, the book that we're writing for twenty 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 one.
2: Yes, it was a response to the global. You know. I, I don't, I, I think it was, okay, so I'll give an example. We we started because we fell into cooking for Take That and we didn't, I don't know, if, did Jazz say, obviously I've listened to you on Jazz's podcast, but did she talk about that? I mean, we. No. No. Do you know why? So, so we follow each other on Instagram. Who, you and Jazz? Yeah. Do you follow me? Sure. Yeah. Great. Lovely. Yeah. Well, I do, in
1: 2020
2: I do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So I saw the picture of her and. Gary Barlow Gary Barlow to say I've been I've been working on his energy for excellent yeah. years and I was like what so Aww. no so how did how did that come about then? lovely G
2: um, well we, we we probably Jazz probably only started saying it about a year ago when his book came out uh, A Better Me by Gary Barlow I'll include the swipe up link um, <laughs> no, he, we, we've been cooking for him and the other boys who we love and their families for a long time that, come on hit me How did? That okay work? I will I will I will but I just want to say I'm not name dropping because sure. the only reason I'm I'm saying it is because he talks about it in his book and until then I said the same to Elton John what you're in Elton John's no, book God. are you the inspiration behind um, Rocketman um, no we uh, we fell into it long story short jazz knew somebody who knew jason and we started cooking for him but just to help him out they he wanted to feel really good they were going back on tour and he was like i heard you guys like cook for yourselves family style just give me some give me some food and at the time there was nowhere that he could purchase that food sorry i've just dropped my tea too fast Turn the mic
1: up on that one. um
2: and we started cooking for him and then quickly he introduced us to everyone else and they were like we you know Gary's an amazing cook and they just said, we don't have time to cook. Can you help us? Um, and we started cooking for them. They are the most amazing people. I love them, love their family. Um, and we started cooking for them. And we didn't ever talk about who they were. No one, they didn't ever say don't talk about us, but we just, yeah, sure. we didn't know yeah. the celeb well, but we just assumed you were just, why would you talk about people? Like you just go on your own merit. Long story short, we started to cook for other people and, um, Friends of theirs, actors, people at um, the West End who a lot of it is to do with the fact that they don't have time to cook, but they want to feel really good and they know that eating good.
1: So, take that, we're saying to their show, but genuinely, it sounds like I'm being glib. Yeah. They were saying to their show, but his mates, got these Hamsley girls cooking for us. Well, actually, oh, really? Yeah, a
2: lot of people I think looked at them and went, Wow, you're looking amazing, you're acting amazing. And they, they very, very kindly passed on our details. Now, we're only two people. Um, and there was only so much we could do, so we couldn't really help people too much. So we we did as much as we could, and then they were like, "Well, can you give us recipes so we can cook, or can we give them to? We'll will we'll hire chefs and they can cook the recipes." Yeah. So then we were like, "Oh my god, shit! We need to start writing down recipes." At till that point, we cooked the way our mum. This is unbelievable. Taught. Did Jazz not tell you all of this? Well, not, I, I, I must. We, I, was be, I fair. must be brief. But we 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 basically cooked the way that Jazz, who's older than me. Mum sort of taught her how to cook. I was the spoiled baby that laid the table. Mum just always said, cook what's in the fridge. Cook what's best at the market. My my mum worked full time. She wasn't messing around at farmer's markets and making cupcakes and we were hanging off her apron string. Very practical. You cook what needs eating. So we would do the same thing. We'd go to the local shop, local butchers, local whatever, get really good quality ingredients, make food. With whatever was left, we'd make a soup, we'd make a frittata, we'd make a stir fry, nothing got wasted. That's how me and Jazz cooked and that's what all of our cookbooks have been about. And actually Eat Green is just from is the next step to that. One of the things I'm most proud of in Eat Green that my publishers at a certain point, especially because I fell down the stairs about a month before I had to hand my book in, and I was dosed up on really hardcore painkillers and they were like stop emailing us. Um, I've done this A to Z at the back of the book where you can look up almost every ingredient I could think of. I'm sure you're going to think of an ingredient I didn't put in and it's going to stress me out but what you can do with it to not waste it and that was the whole thing that our army dad and our Roman Catholic Filipino mum instilled in us is don't waste and like I was saying David Attenborough said however you live your life just don't waste so however you want to eat whatever food label you choose to live your life with let's just not waste because there's more than enough food in the world and there's too many people going hungry there's too much waste and then then there's a lot of cheap food and maybe if we consumed less and ate what we could um ate what we should um and and I know what you mentioned earlier about you and your wife. No, no one wants to feel any more guilt or any more stress about anything. So instead of thinking, "Oh God, I feel guilty for throwing that way," I'm hoping to just have some tips to turn it on its head and go, "Do you know what? What can I make from this? Can I can I do a fridge raid for tartar? What stir fry can I do that doesn't just feel like another boring stir fry? What can I do to make my dinner special?" I I get that leftovers aren't everyone's cup of tea because it feels boring. What can I do to reinvent them and make them feel, you know? Like a celebration meal, not like last night's dinner turned into something else.
1: Now you've got, so you've got ten years in the game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you? Are you? Are you?
2: Concerned? Am I up for an MBE yet? <laughs> <my idea>. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, ten years of teaching myself to cook. I mean, uh, you know, ten years in the game. Like we're not famous. We're not special. We don't. We're, I'm never going to get a Michelin star. I mean, I'm so far away from a chefy chef chef. And I would... You're going to get two apple stickers. I'm going to get two apple stickers as my reward. But the main thing is, is that there are. we live in a city where there are incredible places to eat. We live in a country that produces the best cheese, has incredible produce. We have a fantastic climate. We have great soil for growing food. Ultimately, I just want to go home and be able to make food that feels really good. And I, and I want to have a more positive impact. And it seems to be so complicated, but actually it doesn't need to be.
1: Well, well so anyway ten sorry years. I've just interrupted you with a no, no, 10, no, ten years in the no, game no that was great that was great but 10 years in the game <laughs> that you've got all the books out you've had all the success do you do, are you are, do you have concerns for, for the the younger people who come through food influencers call them call them what you like do you are you concerned for those people who are living their career uh, digitally through through social media and so on um
2: I know that if I spend too much time living my life digitally, socially, worrying about what other people think, which is what you need to do um, online, I guess, because you need to think about your engagement. I know that doesn't make me happy. No. So if it's not making them happy, then I'm then I am concerned for them. I'm I'm a mental health mates ambassador. You know, Bryony Gordon's walk and talks, and I have friends. Like, do you know has Evany Faulkner been on your podcast? get her on. She's brilliant. She has something called 48 hour weekend, or she calls it something else where she goes offline for the weekend. And I remember thinking, go, Vanesha, that's amazing. think I can't do that, but I want to do that. And I'm, as I say, going on this retreat to do that. So I, one of the reasons I set up the sustainability sessions, my live panel events in London is I wanted to get offline and reconnect. Like we've said, eyeball to eyeball, face to face. I don't think being online all the time is healthy. I also don't think being connected all the time is is necessarily a good thing i i really know i'm better when i'm by myself and i give myself time to be i love being around people i love chatting but i really crave being alone and like we said sitting with our thoughts so i think putting yourself out there all the time must be exhausting but if you're being true to yourself and go for it if you enjoy it and you thrive off it and it works for you me
1: but if it's hurting you
2: if it's hurting you but that's what Trusting your intuition is all about, and that's what why it's nice to grow old, all right? We we start to get to really know ourselves. God, I love being. A, I love. Do you? I love it too. I'm turning. I'm 35 now, and I I really realise now what what I like doing and what I don't like doing. I like sitting in the bath. I like reading a book. I like making a cup of tea and going through my sock drawer, like you do, obviously. I,
1: oh, it's my greatest pleasure is picking which socks. But there's a podcast I listen to. Quickly, Kevin. Hi, hello, Josh, uh, Chris, and Mike. Um. And they end every episode and they'll say, they'll have a former footballer on and they will always ask the question, Would you like to rewind the clock to Ooh. 1990? Because it's a 90s football podcast and do it all again. And every time I ask that question, I can be walking down Oxford Street, I can be wherever, out loud, I will say, answering it myself, I'll go, No fucking way.
2: Why? What was happening in 1990 for you? Well, I'm, I'm happy now that I. Was oh, there. you're happier now. Oh, I see. Oh, wasn't it a, t- a, t- a tough year for you. No, I mean, it was just you know loving life now.
1: England crashed out of the semis at Italian ninety. I mean, that was that was a lot for a twelve year old to take <laughs> in. But no, what I'm saying is,
2: yeah, it's nice being a wise old man, isn't you it? And a wise try, old woman.
1: You want to try? I think get try try to get happier with each year.
2: Well, also. You know, my last book was called Eat Happy. And a lot of people were like, gosh, it's promising a lot. But I was like, you know, guys, it, it's a title for a book. But I really try and think of happy as feel good. And someone countered it with, what about being content? And what you said is trying to be more happy is trying to, I think, trying to be have content. Content is con- a bit, it's probably about And also battle. peace. I think yeah. peace is such a good word. You know, as I said, I grew up in a Catholic household where peace, peace. was religious. And what I think of peace, peace I think, now. well, I I'm still Catholic now. Yeah, you still I mean, go, do you go? once, once, once a Catholic, always a Catholic. I used to help out at Sunday school. I I go on religious holidays. I don't go all the time, but I tell you what, I do go. I reached for. out to my
1: local Catholic church about converting to Catholicism. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, and they did. They want. I hope they accepted you with open arms. for life. No,
1: the, sh- um, the shepherd has come home. I well, on a, on an earlier podcast, on a podcast that would have gone out in October, I chatted with the the star and director of Brittany runs a marathon.
2: Ooh, is that the? Is that on it's on Amazon Prime Nick. yes, I think I spotted it. definitely
1: watch it. It's fantastic.
2: Well, actually, I think I looked at it and went, shall I go to sleep or shall I watch a box there or watch a film? and I went, no, but I, I'm going to put next that time on you're am awake,
1: I awake I would watch that
2: next time I'm awake'
1: okay. <laughs> it's, a be- okay. it's a beautiful film, and we're having this we talked about this, and the steer I got was maybe try for what I'm after just to get away from the guilt. I think I want to tackle the guilt head on and by jo- going full Catholic. I think it would feel like
2: that's really interesting. Home. Good for you.
1: But they were the director was more try TM because
2: he, Magist- he said he
1: said yeah he said for what you're going for going full Catholic is probably not the answer. It may even make the guilt worse.
2: I like how you're calling it going full Catholic. I've never heard because um, it's, it's, in my I mind I'm mean. like diving
1: in. You know? Oh, I see. You know. Well,
2: what what I love when I go to church is I feel a bit like what we were trying to say before is that there's no judge the no-judgment feeling of everybody's welcome. And I love going... My local church, you know, it's got music nights, coffee days, that sense of community. Well, this of, is what we keep coming back to, the, right? The best of... Community, I mean, I'm tradition, from a church the ritual.
1: and the great thing about church... It, the, the Look, I know there'll be people listening... I'm not saying the church's got everything right, and that goes... I mean, crikey, that's an understatement. But the, be, the best of church is a, is a good thing, the, the sense of community. What my grandparents got out of church was was a positive experience. Yeah.
2: Also, I think it's really good to sing and I love belting out him. What's your favourite hymn? Um I love how great thou art. Um to
1: end now with Melissa.
2: And I really Cheney. like Ave Maria but I can't do all the bits. But um yeah. Actually really you, interestingly you go, I've know. got to go. Yeah. I, 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 time I, it is. Um what time is it?
1: Oh, mate, it's 11.38.
2: <gasps> right, we're ending here now. James, who was supposed to be in charge of the time, has got that wrong because we're having too much fun talking about his sock jaw. Uh,
1: Melissa, bless you.
2: <laughs> thank I, you. Thank you so you. much for having me. That was yeah. great. Too
1: much, so, too much socks chat. That whole, that whole, The amount of time we spent on sock chat haunted my Christmas. I'll level with you. It really did. Anyway, um, I thought she was fantastic. Thought she was great, very likable, very funny. Um, As ever, do us a solid share, spread the word, tell your friends. We are at Balance LDN on the socials. Huge thanks to uh, Melissa and the people who made it happen. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you as always.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.